Welcome to the Fitness Canner Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Feigl. I'll be bringing you the truth about exercise by interviewing fitness professionals, exercise science professors and researchers, as well as fitness industry entrepreneurs and leaders. Hopefully you take this info and apply it to have a better, healthier, and happier lifestyle. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Fitness Candor Podcast. I am joined today with my friend and colleague, Julie Morris. Julie, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, we both just finished up training some clients, so they're on the way out. And uh, I thought it would be interesting to talk to you about what it's like to not only train women, but train as a woman. Yeah. Because uh, I think it there's a lot of perspective, because I've interviewed a lot of male trainers, and I don't think people on the other side females know exactly what it's like so especially when uh we hear all the time and hear females say oh i want to train like julie does oh she's so strong <laughs> and there's i mean it takes a lot of effort to train hard it, it right? does it so does. talk a little bit about what it's been like for you and get actually give your background first get let people know who you are and where you came come from um yeah so my background is not in you know sports and and late weightlifting um i actually came from a factory job that i got laid off from and was left kind of um not knowing what i was going to do and i had joined a gym with a friend that was trying to lose some weight and i kind of became a gym rat while i was <laughs> laid off from work and uh, really enjoyed taking classes and started talking to my, my instructors and some of the personal trainers there and realized that um, you know, I could make a living out of this. And uh, people started asking me for advice mm -hmm. because they noticed me and my body changing once I joined that gym. So they would come up to me and say things like, you, know, you, you look like you know what you're doing. Um, you know, do you have any tips for me? Or what did, what did you just do? You know, I, you know, I'd like to, like to do that too. Um, so it kind of started as, a, um, as an interest and a hobby yeah. and then realized you know, I, I, I do really enjoy you know, working out myself. I enjoyed helping others and then some friends started asking me. And um, yeah, so I went to Cincinnati State and went to an informational session and saw that there was an associate's degree program. So it was a two-year degree program that was um, more my, my speed. I wasn't looking to go back to school for four years. Yeah. Um, so I thought, okay, so it was health and fitness technology, so it would open me up to do other things besides training if I wanted to. Right. Um, so getting a, a degree seemed like the best way, way to go. Um, and then I just kind of fell in love with the personal training side because um, I taught group fitness as well. I taught group fitness for a couple of years while building mm -hmm. up my personal training um, client base. So, yeah, so I slowly moved away from the group fitness um, and started doing one-on-one. -on -one and, you know, and then when I came to Mission 5 um, through Cincinnati State, it was my internship site. Yeah. And... Um, just really liked it here and got along with all the guys, you know, pretty much <laughs> right away. Yeah, right away. Yeah, it was um, easy to get along with. It, it was. It was. It was a natural fit. And um, so, being around majority of men, um, working with majority of men, um, was kind of natural for me because I came from a, a chemical factory where, right. you know, it was shift work and the majority was men. Mm -hmm. um, was always a tom tomboy, you know, growing up. So I always had guy friends. 
Um, so again, it was just kind of, um, you know, I, I felt like I fit in here and, right. and kind of hold my own. You know, I started strength training seriously um, once I started here and, and Joel was a great mentor and I followed him around for about half my internship before he asked me to join the team. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so he's like, so start bringing people in, um, start training friends, family, start getting experience. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to follow somebody around and copy what they do, right. you know, which I did in the beginning. I remember I'm that. I mean, that's why I was a part of, part of your intern, internship too. I yeah. remember like helping you train other people that's right. and that's kind of what you do. Yeah. So learning from you guys, um, a, a lot. And I remember I was training some people, um, men and women before I really got serious here and they saw the change in me as well. They saw, you know, my style was changing. My knowledge was improving. I was, you know, I was, I was, you know, really, um, immersed in it than just learning from a textbook and learning in class, you know, getting the hands-on experience was really what, you know, what made it, made it what it, made me realize that it is what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. The hands-on versus the textbook. Yeah. It's like, it, I think it goes like that for almost any profession though. Oh, sure. Well, you, you can talk all day long about being a salesperson yes. out of a book, right. but until you're face-to-face -face and you're presented with an opportunity to actually make money by it, yeah. it's a lot different. Right. You know, it's a, it's a grind and a hustle. And if you don't have that in you, then you're just not going to make it. And that go that goes a long way because how many people have we had here that started out as an intern mm -hmm. that are no longer here. There's you yep. who's been the longest running and there's Aaron. Yes. And mm -hmm. you can count like how many, five to seven something others yeah. that have been here and either honestly they just, they didn't have what it took mm -hmm. or they maybe had a glimmer of hope, but they never followed through with it. You know, you think like it's going to be a walk in the park and it's not. Well, yeah, a couple of occasions they took a full-time job that was offered to them mm -hmm. um, because I think they realized, okay, well, I can either take this full-time nine-to-five job yeah. knowing where my money and my paycheck's kind of come from. Right. Um, and personal training is not like that. You you no. are you are working odd hours. You know, you're take you're basically. I had to say yes to everything. I said yes to to everything that came my way. You have to for a good you know year and a half to two years. Um, you know, I was working in six different gyms um, between teaching, training. Um, you know, hooked up with the chiropractor, got right. some clients that way. Um, yoga, you did yoga class. I taught did yoga. yoga. I did. Yeah, while. I got a yoga certification. Um, so I was teaching yoga for a little while. Um, did some corporate yoga classes downtown for a little bit. Yeah. Um, boot camps. You know, all women's gym. I was there for for a couple of years. So yeah, so it took a good two two to three years before I was able to get it down to just yep. Mission Five. Um, but and yeah, that just I, happened recently. And that just happened recently. So I've been six years now. Yeah. It's been six years, um, and I'm just now getting to like one, almost one location. Almost, right? Yeah, but everybody has like the ones you <laughs> bounce right. around to, That's like right. you know, a couple like of in homes. That. I mean, like I said, you're saying yes to everything because yep. it is your livelihood. It is, you know, it's not a nine to five job. It never will be um, unless you're extremely lucky. But you know, you're talking five a.m. You know, five a.m. Mm. starts. You know this. Every we all, you know, five a.m. starts, and sometimes here till eight p.m. Yeah. So. Yeah, finding um, you know finding that balance is a, is the schedule is definitely the biggest 
challenge. It is a challenge, with this yeah. Job. I'd also argue that it's probably one of the biggest benefits too, because right, yes. like in the middle of the day, if you have that time, or like I just transferred this year into stopping at five p.m., mm-hmm. which is nice, and you just yeah. don't have that opportunity if you're in a corporate setting. That's right. Or yeah. you know, factory setting or whatever. But yeah, so you do. You work. You know, you essentially work for yourself, but at the same time, you know, you do have to make those choices. Yeah. Of you know how 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 much do you want to work? How do you how do you want to make this work for you as well? What since you've you're more established now, obviously than six years ago. Talk a little bit about what it was like when you were picking up clients, being a female who may be a little intimidating to other females, mm-hmm. but maybe not as intimidating to males. Where where right. do you find that balance? Because I know you've had some has some males that probably think like, eh, girl, I don't think so. Yes, but exactly. what's that like? Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, um, I still get nervous when I have a new client, whether it's a female or a male, um, because it is such a personal, it's, it's personal training for a reason, you know, it's one-on-one with these people, and you want to make that connection, yep. you, you know, you want to to be able to push them to a point that they'll see results, but not push them so far that they don't come back, um, or you don't push them enough and they're not impressed, quote-unquote. Right, unquote. yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, there's a, there's a line, there's a, there's a, there's a thin line there. And, um, but like I said, I, I still get nervous when I have anybody new and, but men, um, you know, in particular are, are a little intimidating. Sometimes they can be on the other hand, I've, I've definitely been intimidated by women as well. Yeah. Um, I remember one client in my early first year and she was a police officer and this wasn't her first time lifting weights. This wasn't her first time working with the trainer. So I did feel like right off the bat, I had something to prove. Yeah. Um, and I feel that way with, with men most of the time is I feel like I'm, I'm having to prove myself. Um, usually what happens is I, I usually do impress them. I think I, I give them a good workout where at the end of that workout, they are like, man, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was hard. That was, you know, I've never done that before, or I didn't, you know, know that, you know, that information before, or I didn't know that this is the way we should effectively train. Um, you know, you get people that, that aren't new to weightlifting and they think they know what they're doing. Yeah. So you kind of can butt heads sometimes where they think they know, but you want to, yet they're coming to you for your expertise. Yes. (laughs) And I've definitely had that conversation before where I'm like, look, um, you know, you, you're coming to me for a reason. Mm -hmm. You're paying me for a reason. So either trust in me and trust in what I know and what I'm doing, or this isn't gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. Um, you know, you you have to trust me. So, so I usually kind of you know, so like, like give me you know a month, you know, two months, six weeks, whatever it might be. Um, you know, we can do different measurements. Um, a lot of times it's just proving that they're getting stronger. Yeah. So we're not real big on you know, pinching skin calipers and right. measuring which. I will definitely measure um, people if that's what they want, um, but most of the time it's it's about getting stronger and improving their um, stamina and endurance. It's everything else behind that comes comes yes. from strength. Right, exactly. So getting them to focus on the you know the health benefits of strength training and not so much the you know weight loss is always a, you know is a is a common goal for most people that step in this you know in these doors, but yeah. But yeah, but but getting them to to realize what is really important and everything else will fall into place. Yeah. You know, if you're training super hard and you're not seeing results, it's probably because your diet's not there, you're not getting enough rest or whatever it may be. So it really is, you know, getting them to realize that coming here for an hour or two yeah. a week is not going right. to change the way you look. 
Yeah, it, this is like a, it's a tool in their belt, I always call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like this is one of the many aspects. You step in these doors, we know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You should be doing these exact movements just like this. But then once you're out of here, it's a, you have to come the other direction with us because we got to meet you halfway. Right. And you have to right. meet us halfway. I call it homework, you know? I say yeah. you've got to do your homework. Otherwise, you know, this this is, you're, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Um, not to say, like I said, again, you know, they're getting stronger. They might not look any different, but most of the time they feel better. And a lot of people know, too, that, that this is the only thing they're going to do. Yeah. And they're not going to change their eating habits. Right. They're, they're going to be stressed. So they come in here, it's a maybe a different part of their day. Yeah. Which, yeah. That, that's one thing. But the people who really, really want to see a difference, then that's a whole different story. And, and it is. And I try to, you know, tell them that as often as I can. Like, look, this, you know, based on your goals, this is what you need to be prepared to do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you really gotta, you know, you really gotta make smart goals, um, make them attainable, you know, make them, it's the whole smart, right? Sensitive, time, time sensitive, measurable, all that stuff, right? So, but it's, but it's true, you know, don't, (laughs) 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 but, but, um, you know, and getting them to make the goals for themselves, you know, some people come in and their goal is to tone up and lose weight. It's like, okay, what does that look like? What does that look like to you? Um, one of my favorite ways of of hearing success for my clients are I have some older women I have a lot of older clients too um, that come in and say you know I, I usually have to wait for my husband to get home to move the coffee table so I can vacuum underneath oh it. yeah I didn't have to wait for him this time I right. was able to move that coffee table out of my way um, you know it used to take me you know four trips to get groceries inside the house and now it takes me two um, you know, yeah, the daily both, life starts to Yeah, improve. the daily, yeah. When, when, that's huge. Yeah, when, when they see the improvements in their just daily lives, that's, that's, that's what I love to hear. Yeah. Um, you know, that they're, they're, they're improving themselves more way than just, mm-hmm. you know, physically and aesthetically. <clears throat> um, and that goes for male and female. Exactly, so, for both. Yeah. So what, both. But what, what happens, what do you do when someone comes in and a woman says like, I want to be as strong as you. Like what's your? How do you attack that? Because you're. I mean, people watch you work out. You know, when you're training by yourself or with another trainer. Yeah. I mean, you don't train like we normally would train the quote unquote everyday client. That's right. So. Yeah, my workout is not most of my clients' workouts. Yeah, like none of ours are. Right. Right. Like we don't. It's different to train yourself versus right. training a client. You want to push as hard as you can. Yes. But you know yourself like nobody else does. So, yeah. how do you address something like that? Um. Well. If someone says, you know, I want, you know, arms like yours or, you know, whatever, X, Y, Z, um, I always say, you know, my favorite line is, well, you know, we have different parents. Um, right. So That's a good way to address it. You know, they bring in a picture of the person in the magazine. It's like, well, you're, you know, you have to realize different that parents. you have to realize that, you know, it's, gen- it's some of it's genetics. You know, a you, lot. you know, my mom, you've, my mom comes here. I train my mother. Yeah. Um, we share a similar body, yep. you know, body type. Um, so... Yeah, but when somebody says, you know, I want to train as hard as you, um, <laughs> I honestly don't know if it's been said directly to me. Mm-hmm. I think other clients of your guys's, oh, yeah. you know, they notice. will comment. I've definitely, yeah, they'll say, man, well, you know, I, wow, you know, you work out really hard. And said, so, yeah, you know, I do. Um, but a lot of that is mental. Um, a lot of it's mental. It, not everybody has, you know, that capability of pushing past that point. Yeah. But... Pushing past that point for them might look different than pushing past that point for exactly. me. Exactly, yeah. So that's one of the tricky things is getting people to push as hard as they can. Like you said, pushing as hard as you can as, you are, as you're physically able to without injury, 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of it takes time to build up. Yeah. I mean, when I first started here and you all trained me, um, I was I was pretty sick to my stomach for a while after those sessions. Um, it took a good, you know, two to three weeks of training that specific way and learning how to push that hard right. before my body, you know, adapted and, and, and I got used to it. Um, not to say that I just still don't get physically sick sometimes because I do. Right. Last but, week. Yeah, but you take, I, you you know, take yourself there too, though. That's I right. Mean, that's, that's you right. know how hard you can push yourself and you're going to yeah. recover from it. And it's yeah. temporary. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah it's, it's hard to say, hard to tell somebody, well, how come, well, just like yesterday, uh, when Ryan was squatting, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like a monster that he is, mm-hmm. and one of your clients was like, "Well, how come we don't do that?" And I, and he did that yes. to me while you were training somebody. And I had to explain, you know, the benefits of, you know, squatting this way and that way, and you know, the safety standpoint from from how we train clients, yeah. which is huge because it's, you know, I mean, Ryan knows how to do it efficiently and properly. And he's had years of training for it, exactly. And you know, doing that with the clients a lot different. That's a very complex movement. It, a lot more complex than it looks. Exactly. And so we, those kind of things are... Yeah, and we definitely have, you know, we have, um, you know, general population coming through these doors. Um, you've got everybody from teenagers that are mm-hmm. used to, you know, the way training for sports, um, you know, to the 80-year-old who's never touched a weight in her life. Right. Um, so one of my newer clients actually said, when am I going to be able to do that? <laughs> uh, you know, and I said, well, um, and it's hard cause you don't want to just say next week. Yeah. You're <laughs> never probably right. going to be able to do that. You don't ever want to say that because that's not, you know, maybe you could eventually do that. The realist, um, the reality of it though. The reality is. of it. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely get some of that where, you know, how come we're not doing that? And it's like, well, you have, um, L2, L3, L4 fused together. You've got a torn labrum in your hip, uh, you know, and you have, um, you know, back issues and a knee issue. So you're probably not going to get under the bar and do a back squat. Yeah. You know, a goblet squat dumbbell in front of you is going to be safer. Right. Uh, so explaining that to them too, um, and not making them feel not inferior, but you know, but less, yeah. less of a, well, again, it goes back to working as hard as they can work. Exactly. Every, yeah, it's all relative to, thank God everybody else is different because otherwise person. we'd be in them for a super long haul mm-hmm. trying to train everybody exactly the same. Right. Which you can't do. No, you can't. And that's, that's a big part of personal training, right? It's, you know, it's personal it's, it's catered to you. Um, you know, certain exercises are good for most, but not all exercises are good for everybody. Right. So you got to find what works for you. Um, yeah. So Cause you could take somebody through going back to the men versus women mm-hmm. thing. You could take some, the exact same person. You could do the exact same person for every single person that walks in the door, mm-hmm. more or less same muscle group, same, sure. same kind of style. The intensity is where Ex- the yeah. biggest change is, yes, right? I mean, exactly. you're talking like a 50 year old, 60 year old, um, you know, just an everyday average person coming through the door Versus a twenty-year-old, mm-hmm. you know, hundred percent healthy, exact same workout, intensity levels completely different. That's right. Yeah. So, how do you manage that when you're when you're talking to somebody? Like, you're how do you coach intensity? Mm. <sighs> and it, that is, and it's a hard one to do. It is hard um, because you do want the client to feel safe. You do want to push them, but not to the point of, like I said, getting them injured. Um, but so intensity, I feel like you know, it doesn't have to be heavier weight, right? So it can right. be slowing the motion down. Yeah, that's I think probably the best way mm-hmm. 
just because it, like I said, doesn't have to be heavy, but you do really slow reps. You know, you get them to push the weight out on their, um, you know, you help them push the weight out and then they lower it down slowly. Right. Um, showing them what it feels like, you know, to be under that weight for more than just that one second push and, and pull. Um, so getting them to slow things down and um, you're really feeling the muscles work, um, getting them to focus on the muscle group that they're working on. Yep. Um, so again, and, and that comes with time, you know, the yeah. longer you have a client, the more you know them, obviously. And, and then they get adjusted to feeling what that's they, like. Right, right. And um, yeah, and learning some, some cues and some signs. So yeah, and... and you, and you have those clients that they say they want to be pushed, but in reality, they don't. They don't really. They don't know. They don't know what it feels it, yeah, like exactly. to be pushed. They so they might claim that they want to be pushed, but then you go to push them, and I mean, I've I've gotten to fights with clients over yeah. exercises before. Right. Yeah. I, we all have. Yeah. All so have. it's like. Uh, give me a really you know. hard workout. Okay. Oh, a hard workout for me. Mm. What that looks like for me is going to look completely different for you. Yes. And then when I start to kind of ramp it up, or you start to ramp it up just like an extra notch, give me one more. And that head starts to shake like, no, uh -huh, we're done. Right, no, and you're like, and you're no, like, no you're you have one you more. Have like, one you have more. to trust me that I can tell yeah, that, you that you have one more in you. Yep. Yeah, that's always, that's all, that's like, a, that's probably my biggest challenge. And I get, fr yeah. I get frustrated too. Yeah. Like, I have verbal, <laughs> verbally, you know, talk to people about what it's like to actually push hard and if they tell me that then this is what this is what to expect and this is what I expect and yes because it's I mean there it has to be an expectation of both sides yes and if it's if it's not there on one side if it's not there on their side then I can't do my job effectively mm -hmm. but if I'm you know trying to take somebody over the top then I also need to be able to tell that may, it might be a little too much but if it's also right. not enough I also need to be told that and then I have to be aware that it's not enough but they also have to trust me that it's not enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like a flip-flop. No matter how you cut it, it's just like a... It is. It is. It's a... Uh, open communication. This is right. honestly is open communication. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 not always easy. It's no, it's definitely not. not always easy. Um, so, but yeah. Um, but I do kind of get, you know, as a female training males, um, I, I'm not going to lie, I always get a little... Mm. You're like, hmm, yeah, I kicked your butt. You know, yeah. I'm like, really, I ran you into well, the ground. Well, the confidence, like, you have to have confidence. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have confidence in what you do at any job or any level, then especially as a trainer, I feel like, it's maybe because I'm biased, but you, ha you have to have confidence in your program and mm -hmm. your ability to execute that program. Because yeah. if you don't, that person sees it. And then you lost a client. Exactly. Which I've done. I've lost clients before. Everybody, um, everybody loses clients. And it's not always our fault. Right. No, no, no. So, it's not. like, you can't, you know. But, yeah, but, like, I had mentioned I had a, you know, a woman in my first year or two, and I did not keep her. She she came, I think, five times. She bought one of those Groupons, the thing that we did, Cincy Savers, <laughs> way back when. Like, way, uh, like I said, this was, like, my first yeah, year. a long change. time ago. She intimidated me. Um, she looked stronger than me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I, and I couldn't, I, I didn't push her enough. And I know that, I know that's why I lost her. Um, so, you know, I, she did her five sessions. I never saw her again. Totally fine. You learn from every, you know, you learn from that. Um, you know, and like I said, I was still learning yeah. about myself and about my training style and, you know, how and when to push people. So, but the same, same thing, I've, I've lost men before too. Um, same reason. So... Yeah, so it's it's and you can't take things personally. You no, know, you that's can't. a bit. Hundred percent, you can't. Right, it's not always 
like you said, it's not always about you. You don't always necessarily know the reason that the person. Um, no, you don't. You know, like that the lady. I mean, maybe you do know one hundred percent that you feel like you weren't pushing her, mm-hmm. but it could have just been like, I'm going to use these five sessions and I'm out. Right. Had no intention of Had staying no intention on staying. as a yeah. client anyway. She but, was like, you know, buying Groupons through different gyms, probably maybe yeah, that whole year. Probably. Who knows? Yeah. I'm um, just getting the the deal. So. Yeah, so not taking it personally, that's, that's a big one too. It's huge. It's um, really big. But, yeah. Where do you see, like, you're, so you've been consistently training yourself for mm-hmm. how many years? Oh, you know, 10 years, probably, maybe? Um, maybe less? Probably a little less. Like I said, I um, I was probably working out for about a year Okay. before I went to school for it. Okay, so roughly seven, eight years? Yeah, but I was going to, I loved group fitness. I was a, yeah. I was a, a group fitness class goer I would take three classes in a row back to back um like I said I became that gym rat Mm -hmm. so you know I was big on um lighter weights higher reps cardio classes and core well let me stop you there Mm -hmm. let's go back to the the lighter weights higher reps Mm -hmm. and what that what that did for you (laughs) then compared to how you train now yeah so this is important I think for, for for especially females or and, and guys who who have that same main mentality, like what's focusing on that a little bit. What's the difference between that and, and what you do now, and like the results that you see? Yeah, so I I was fit. I was in shape. Um, I was higher body fat percent though. I didn't have as much muscle. Yeah. Um, but to me, as an early, you know, a young twenties. Um, you know, I thought that's what you, you know, you wanted cardio and core. You wanted to stay, um, skinny, you know, you wanted to be skinny. Yeah. Now it's like, you don't call me skinny, call me lean, if anything. Yeah, um, that's you know, exactly. You don't want to call me skinny. Right. Like, so, um, the biggest change in my body, deep body was, you know, I did build muscle when I switched to heavier weights. Now building muscle is kind of one of those things women, um, you know, they say they don't want to get big, they don't want to get bulky. Um, but again, I'll go back to the genetics. Yes. Look at my mom. Yes. So I have her shoulders, I have her traps, <laughs> yeah. and we have, you know, some width to us. You know, we're not, you know, we're not petite. Yeah. So, not like a frail frame. And I'm not, you're, yeah. Yeah, strong. So, you know, so somebody coming in that, you know, is five foot one and, yeah. you know, real petite, you're not going to pack on a lot of muscle. You're going to, without yeah. help, without without supplements and whatever out there. Lots of other nutrition and some other stuff. Yeah. And and over-the-top training, like training that's beyond what you would take somebody through. Right. Right? I mean, it's it's not just like that. Just because you're lifting heavy weights twice a week for 30 minutes doesn't mean you're going to be walk out of here like Arnold. No, you're not. And honestly, um, you know, I built muscle shore – but until I really focused on my nutrition, because like I said, I was early 20s. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of still in that phase of I was eating whatever. I was eating crap. Right. Um, you know, still going through drive throughs and eating fast food. And, um, you know, but was still losing weight and staying, like I said, skinny. Um, but now, you know, when you build muscle, you learn to fuel your body differently. Yes. So protein was never a thing I worried about back then. Um, I was worried about calories, calories. and yeah. fat. Yeah. And now it's just, it's just complete opposite. It's complete opposite. And that again comes with, you know, uh, just learning throughout the years, going to school, obviously, you know, we had to take some nutrition courses, um, but learning that it wasn't just about what you were doing in the gym. It yeah. was also about what you were putting in your mouth and, um, yeah, so flipping to, you know, I mean, I used to do the 100 calorie snack packs. 
Yeah. You know? Garbage. Garbage. It was 100 calories of crap. Yeah. Um, you know, there was nothing in them besides 100 calories and some carbs, um, zero fat. So, yeah, and, and mentally making that switch, too, and learning that healthy fats are good and, and you know, and protein yep. and not worrying about the calories so much, um, you know, that was a big, a big switch. Yeah. Um, so, I guess that physically, you know, I my body did change lifting heavier weights, but the change that I saw, I liked. Yeah. You know, I like to see muscle. Um, you know, I like to have, you know, some, um, I don't know. I don't know. I like being strong. Uh, yeah. And that was the other big thing is when you lift light weights, high reps, you know, I was using 10 and 12 pound weights. Yeah. And it's like going through the motions. Almost. Yeah. Almost. almost. Like I'm sure for some of our clients, that's going to be extremely beneficial. Yes. But for someone of that could handle it, handle more like you, then, I mean, that's, I mean, that's exactly what it is. Just going through the motions. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, getting stronger was not necessarily something I ever worried about. It was never, I want to be able to, I don't want to bench press as much as the boys. And now right. I want to yeah. lift as much as you guys can. <laughs> um, still working on it, but, <laughs> but yeah, that was, it's so it's, yeah, it's funny to see it is over the years of how I've changed so much. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and just, I just had the conversation yesterday with somebody who I'll have a podcast with um, uh, next week sometime about how when we first started, and he's been training, I think, 100% uh, full-time like for three or four years, and I've got like seven years on him. But when I was in college and just out of high school, I started, I mean, all I wanted to do was squat and bench press, which is probably why I have a shoulder issue, mm -hmm. and, you know, all all the all the show the show, show exercise muscles, yeah. and that's all that's all I wanted to do yeah. and then once you got the knowledge and you kept practicing and then you you actually start to incorporate like science science evident or science backed and evidence based mm -hmm. training and then you realize oh this is what strength is yes this is what like, yeah. you should be able to do yeah. not just you know an 85 pound barbell curl or whatever right that right and and some of that change I you know I was starting to get, you know, compliments on, you know, in the grocery line, like, are you a swimmer? You know, uh, do you play volleyball? Are yeah. you, you know, people started thinking I was an athlete uh -huh. and I liked that, you know, I, who, who would, I don't know, who wouldn't want to look like an athlete, but you know, so yeah, so everybody, you know, like I said, everybody has their different goals. Um, you know, I, but, but strength became a huge, huge part and strength, you know, st strength training is so important for so many reasons, right? You know, I mean, not just the physical. Yeah. Um, you know, bone density, of course, as Di we get older. Digestive tract. That, right. Um, yep. You know, metabolism. Memory. Memory. There's all sorts um, of different things, yeah. Right, yeah. There's so many, so many valuable, you know, points to that. So, um, and, and kind of trying to tell your clients that as well. You know, yeah. like I said, everybody's coming in with their goals of, I want to tone up and lose weight. Okay, well, yeah, but let's yes. talk about, you know, let's talk about these other factors yeah. and these other benefits. Um, and if they buy into that, mm -hmm. then you're both set. Yes, yeah. But if they don't buy into that and they're so focused on the outward, then mm -hmm. you, then it's a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because then, more than likely, then they, do, they don't want to push as hard as they need to push to get those, like, physical uh, attributes from working out. Right. Right. Yeah, and you get some people that, you know, they do say, um, you know, oh, I think a higher rep, you know, range works better for me. Hmm. And it's like, well, how so? 
Yeah. Why do you think that? How do you know that? How do you know that? And why do you think that? And have you tried that? But yeah, well, because I read or, you know, and that's the other thing, these health magazines, you know, it's like come in with, you know, workouts that they found out of men's health, you know, for men and then shaped magazine. No, I do these. Why don't we do that? Lateral extensions. Lateral extensions. What? Off of Pinterest. (laughs) I mean, which is a true, uh, true story. You know, she came in, she was, she's, awesome she yeah. was no, wanting to super learn, strong and super strong wants to learn she yeah. you know she was really interested in what we were doing here and why we were doing it and that's the best client you can have because they are interested which means they're going to put the work in yeah but that's in true. the same line you do get them coming in with i found this you know why don't we do this exercise and it's like well what is that well it's called you know lateral extension like what's a lateral extension it's not even an exercise no. where'd you find this from pinterest yeah, okay, so maybe not get... Not to say that Pinterest... Sure. Whatever. Yes. I'm not saying it there did not come. There are better resources, But there's though. better resources. <laughs> you know, social media these days, you know, you do. You get on Instagram and Facebook and uh, fitness professionals are posting workouts and videos of this, that, and the other. And it's like, you know, great. I'm not saying that any of that is bad. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, check your source and, and, and see their background and... Yeah. Um, there's lots of guys that I know you follow too. I follow that are legit strength and conditioning coaches. Um, yeah. you know, and I will, you know, kind of show that to people like, Hey, well, you can get on this guy. You check might, out this guy. It might check not be fun guy. or flashy, but it works. Exactly. Right. And people get wrapped up in the fun and flashy. Yeah. Um, you know, 12 ways to get a bigger butt. Right. Like, right. What? All you have to do is squat every single day and do this. Nothing else. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. So yeah. Kind of separating the, the, uh, you know the bull yeah. from the from the truth and right. from like you said tried and true, you know scientific evidence. There's you know it's based on so yeah yeah, <clears throat> but um, yeah so no you you answered it perfectly. I mean it's especially knowing how to train so many different people in different ways mm-hmm. that's important. Mm-hmm. But well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Um, so now you want to get home to your new pooch. <laughs> so <laughs> my little dog. So thanks for taking the time. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. I know. We've been trying to do I this know. for a long time, so I wasn't gonna. It's funny because right before I didn't think it was gonna happen because my freaking All right microphone microphone <laughs> wouldn't work. So I'm I think we're good to go. I was secretly going okay. <laughs> I'm out. I don't have to listen. To <laughs> All right. No, that was good. It was fun. Well, thanks for joining me. And, <laughs> You're uh, welcome. Talk to you soon. <laughs>